Exodus 5.22 through Exodus 7. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought harm to this people? Why did you ever send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done harm to this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for under compulsion he will let them go, but under compulsion he will drive them out of this land. God spoke further to Moses, and said to him, I am the Lord, and I appear to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them, to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as strangers. Furthermore, I have heard the groaning of the sons of Israel, because the Egyptians are holding them in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Say, therefore, to the sons of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the labors of the Egyptians, and I will rescue you from their bondage. I will also redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. Then I will take you as my people, and I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the labor of the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. So Moses said this to the sons of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses on account of their despondency and cruel bondage. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Go, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the sons of Israel go out of this land. But Moses spoke before the Lord, saying, Behold, the sons of Israel have not listened to me. How then will Pharaoh listen to me, as I am unskilled in speech? Nevertheless, the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, and gave them a command concerning the sons of Israel and Pharaoh king of Egypt, to bring the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their father's households, the sons of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, Hanak and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These are the families of Reuben, and the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Yachin, Zohar, and Shal, the son of the Canaanite woman. These are the families of Simeon, and these are the names of the sons of Levi according to their generations, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, and the length of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, and Shimei, according to their families, and the sons of Kohath, Amram, Ishar, Hebron, and Uzziel, and the length of Kohath's life was 133 years, and the sons of Merari, Mali, and Mushi. These are the families of the Levites according to their generations. Now Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she bore him Aaron and Moses, and the length of Amram's life was 137 years. And the sons of Ishar, Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri, and the sons of Uzziel, Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri, 
Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Amminadab, the sister of Nashan. And she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, and the sons of Korah, Asir, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These are the families of the Korahites. Now Aaron's son Eleazar married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phinehas. These are the heads of the father's households of the Levites according to their families. It was the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring out the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt according to their multitudes. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing out the sons of Israel from Egypt. It was the same Moses and Aaron. Now it came about on the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say to you. But Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am unskilled in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me? Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as a god to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. As for you, you shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh, that he lets the sons of Israel go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, so that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my armies, my people, the sons of Israel, from the land of Egypt by great judgments. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I extend my hand over Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. So Moses and Aaron did this. As the Lord commanded them, so they did. And Moses was eighty years old, and Aaron eighty-three, when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, so that it may turn into a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and so they did, just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his servants, and it turned into a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they too, and they too, the soothsayer priests of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts. For each one threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's swallowed their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning, just as he is going out to the water, and position yourself to meet him on the bank of the Nile. You shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent, and you shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go so that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have not listened up to now. This is what the Lord says. By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I am going to strike the water that is the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it will be turned into blood. 
Then the fish that are in the Nile will die. The Nile will stink, and the Egyptians will no longer be able to drink water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and extend your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, over their streams, over their pools, and over all their reservoirs of water, so that they may become blood, and there will be blood through all the land of Egypt, both in containers of wood and in containers of stone. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded, and he lifted up the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile in the sight of Pharaoh, and in the sight of his servants, and all the water that was in the Nile turned into blood. Then the fish that were in the Nile died, and the Nile stank, so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile, and the blood was through all the land of Egypt. But the soothsayer priests of Egypt did the same with their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house with no concern even for this, so all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, because they could not drink from the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Matthew 28 Now, after the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb. And behold, a severe earthquake had occurred, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and came and rolled away the stone, and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning, and his clothes as white as snow. The guards shook from fear of him, and became like dead men. And the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen just as he said. Come, see the place where he was lying, and go quickly, and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. And they left the tomb quickly, with fear and great joy, and ran to report to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them, and said, Rejoice! And they came up, and took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go, bring word to my brothers to leave for Galilee, and there they will see me. Now, while they were on their way, some of the men from the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests all that had happened. And when they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, and said, you are to say, his disciples came at night and stole him while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, he will appease him and keep you out of trouble. And they took the money and did as they had been instructed. And this story was widely spread among the Jews and is to this day. But the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated to them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some were doubtful, and Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Acts 22 Brothers and fathers, hear my defense which I now offer to you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew dialect, they became even more quiet. And he said, I am a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated under Gamaliel, strictly according to the law of our fathers, being zealous for God just as you all are today. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and putting both men and women into prisons, as also the high priest and all the council of the elders can testify. From them I also received letters to the brothers, and started off for Damascus in order to bring even those who were in Jerusalem as prisoners to be punished. But it happened that as I was on my way, approaching Damascus at about noon, a very bright light suddenly flashed from heaven all around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus, the Nazarene, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me saw the light, but did not understand the voice of the one who was speaking to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Get up and go on into Damascus, and there you will be told about everything that has been appointed for you to do. But since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, I came into Damascus, being led by the hand by those who were with me. Now a certain Ananias a man who was devout by the standard of the law and well spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me, and standing nearby, he said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very moment I looked up at him, and he said, The God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will, and to see the righteous one, and to hear a message from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to all the people of what you have seen and heard. Now, why do you delay? Get up and be baptized, and wash away your sins by calling on his name. It happened when I returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple that I fell into a trance, and I saw him saying to me, Hurry, and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. And I said, Lord, they themselves understand that in one synagogue after another I used to imprison and beat those who believed in you. And when the blood of your witness Stephen was being shed, I was also standing nearby and approving and watching over the cloaks of those who were killing him. And he said to me, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. They listened to him up to this statement, and then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a man from the earth for he should not be allowed to live. And as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and tossing dust into the air, the commander ordered that he be brought into the barracks, saying that he was to be interrogated by flogging so that he would find out the reason why they were shouting against him in that way.
But when they stretched him out with straps, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, Is it lawful for you to flog a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard this, he went to the commander and told him, saying, What are you about to do? For this man is a Roman. The commander came and said to Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman? And he said, Yes. The commander answered, I acquired this citizenship for a large sum of money. And Paul said, But I was actually born a citizen. Therefore, those who were about to interrogate him immediately backed away from him. And the commander was also afraid when he found out that he was a Roman, and because he had put him in chains. Now, on the next day, wanting to know for certain why Paul had been accused by the Jews, he released him and ordered the chief priests and all the council to assemble, and he brought Paul down and placed him before them. Proverbs 11, 1 1-10 A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes dishonor. But with the humble, there is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the treacherous will destroy them. Riches do not benefit on the day of wrath, but righteousness rescues from death. The righteousness of the blameless will smooth his way, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will rescue them but the treacherous will be caught by their own greed. When a wicked person dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of strong people perishes. The righteous is rescued from trouble, but the wicked takes his place. With his mouth, the godless person destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge, the righteous will be rescued. When things go well for the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is a joyful shouting. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness. For the sake of his name, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly, goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever.